0: Business as Unusual is a thought-provoking podcast that explores the innovative strategies, disruptive ideas, and unconventional practices driving successful leaders and companies in the ever-evolving world of modern business. Subscribe, comment, and share for weekly inspiration with our host, Aisela. Welcome to Business as Unusual. I'm here today with Vanessa Blacknell Jameson. And we're going to talk about the importance of mentoring and coaching future leaders. Welcome to the show, Vanessa.
1: Thank you, Lisa. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you I so am much.
0: So happy to have you here. I have been wanting to talk to Vanessa because I mean, she honestly, I don't even know how we'll just do one show. She has such a rich history of this work and really showing up for people who are in right now the industry that she's in. But I think in a general sense and fostering that possibility for folks. I know this because when I was helping her with her website a while back, we said, hey, does anyone want to talk about what their experience is with Vanessa? And all we got with this outpouring of accolades.
1: Thank you. Okay.
0: Do you want to talk a little bit about your goal? I know you've started to conceive of and open this concept of VBJ Solutions to formalize mm-hmm. some of these learnings that you have and have practiced in these different roles. Is that something you could share with our listeners?
1: Absolutely. My role as a coach, a leadership coach, an executive coach, stem from curiosity of helping others. It the bottom line is. Vanessa loves to help others. I've done recruitment all of my life. I've been involved with helping people to move to the next level or helping them to figure out their way of what they wanted to do in their career. And I think it also stems from no one was there to help me. I didn't have someone that I could talk to, but only my mom. And my mom knew everything. I felt she knew everything. But everybody would tell you that she did know everything. But she was my source. But she wasn't in corporate America when I was in corporate America. And the importance of mentoring and coaching just allows individuals to first see who they are, understand who they are, and what value they bring to the world, to their universe, or whatever it is that they're seeking. And being able to just move in that space without hesitation—that's what it it really means. And bringing it full circle for mentoring and coaching.
0: Thank you for saying that. I, it's interesting because I feel like even the most sort of self-affirmed human needs that experience of someone seeing their their value or what they have to offer. And acknowledging it, there's something in that exchange or experience that helps to confirm something or open something up. And so it's such an important thing to remember that that we can have influence and that influence can be positive and help people to really blossom into something they might not even be able to imagine.
1: Exactly. And it's always good to understand that we have the answers inside. It's just having someone, and we use that word, bringing it out or validating, and you don't need anyone to really validate, but it's just an affirmation in saying, yes, I'm on the right path, or maybe I need to think about something different. And it's okay to have those thoughts. That's that whole brain exercise that I just love immensely, because I have always said we have a choice. We have a choice in the way that we acknowledge, receive. And if we don't understand where we are and what we're doing, then it's okay to reflect. It's okay. Just as long as we don't stay in those states and that we allow us to move forward. It's just taking that step forward and making sure that we have someone there to say, okay, I took this step forward. Is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. And that's the mentoring aspect. Yeah, or, yeah, I think it's right. Or yes, this is what I did. But in coaching, it's totally different because I'm not there to tell you what to do. I'm there to bring it out of you and to ask you those questions to get you to think. And that's why I love both areas.
0: What's a question you would ask as a coach with someone who was trying to seek their path to help them find their own confidence or the direction?
1: Great question. My question, and I'll use you, what is it that you want to do? That's one. What is your passion? People look at when you ask that question, what is your passion? It really it is for you to turn inward to determine, do I really like this? Am I really happy in doing it? But then also another question is, what's important to you now? Because a lot of times we're so far ahead in our thinking that we're not present in this moment. And this moment is what's going to help you project yourself to that future. So it's just being in that space, knowing where you want to go, and then asking you the questions that's going to help you get there. And there's another piece to it, and that's the accountability portion. We all need somebody to help us be accountable, to say mm-hmm. that we, when we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. So let's check in another week or two. Where are you? Now, I've had a lot of clients that have started the process with me, and they think that I'm upset that they didn't follow up or follow through or didn't come back because a lot of times they don't come back for Mm -hmm. the next session Mm -hmm. because they feel like they have failed or they've done something and they don't realize this is just another way for you to be accountable to yourself. And if you don't need it, you don't need it. And it's okay. It's okay. But eventually feel good enough to take the risk, whatever that is, and move in that space and look for that guidance or support that you need at the time.
0: Yeah. I do feel also that one of the things that we have to combat is this assumption that we're supposed to know things Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that there, there's a, there's an acknowledgement when you look to a mentor or coach there is an acknowledgement that nobody actually knows everything they like get. And that's yeah. actually okay. Like yeah, it's, it, it's just that everybody needs that at some time. I'll mm-hmm. tell you, I, whenever I've hired a coach or a therapist, one mm-hmm. of the questions I ask them is, do, do they have someone they go to? And if they can't, if they don't say that they have someone, I don't need to know it, their personal business, but if they don't have someone they go to, I don't want to mm-hmm. work with them because yes, that so. tells me they think they have all the answers Mm -hmm. Or they think they're supposed to and they're not willing to lean on someone. And it doesn't have to be a therapist or but they just have to have someone they go to for that. And if they're like, no, I just do it all myself. I'm like, we're not a good fit (laughs) (laughs) because because I know that's not for me. I want someone who is actually aware that we're all in it together on some level. And that's the
1: importance. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's sorry to interrupt you, but no, please do. No, that that's the importance. I have a mentor coach. I attribute everything, every bit of success, or anything that I've gone through the last seven years to her mm-hmm. because she would ask me just simple questions What is what? What do you want? Where do you want to be? How are you going to get there? So, what are we going to do? Is this really you? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So that. I, you're absolutely correct. We have to have someone in our lives in order to be productive, I think, and to be authentic. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, to be really authentic in who we are. Because we all need a little bit of push, a little bit of validation. And a lot of people say, oh, you don't need to be validated. That is true. You don't. But validation comes in different forms, different fashion.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And that's. It's interesting because whenever I've asked one of the someone that I've yet to have someone say, oh, yeah, people ask me about that all the time. Most people are no one's ever asked me that. That's interesting. For me, it's just about acknowledging that. We all need to have a place that we can lean on or our yeah. cup is just going to get empty mm-hmm. and a place to double check our assumptions or our blind spots. Since we all have mm-hmm. such different experiences. I might think I know. And then check in with someone about a situation and realize, oh, this whole other piece is not available to me for one reason or another. I should take a step back because then I can give my best support to the person that I'm working with. If I don't have a way to check myself, it's very likely that I'll miss something about what they are showing up and needing or looking Mm -hmm. to be able to show up in a way that's genuinely supportive of their goals as opposed to some idea I have about them or what they're supposed to achieve.
1: And those yeah. ideas, the ideas versus goals. Ideas is what creates your goals. Those ideas is what's going to make you move into the area that you want and be comfortable in that space.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, once you know that you can set those goals to accomplish whatever it is that you want, but those ideas is where we sometimes don't allow ourselves To really explore. That's not what we were told we should do. Or that's not the right thing to do. That's not how you get there. Wait, one person's journey is not the same as someone else's. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah. We could not go through some of this stuff (laughs) before.
0: Right? (laughs)
1: so boring. But the reality (laughs) in this is, for me, and I say and I emphasize for me, that I, again, I can't walk in your shoes. You can't walk in my shoes. However, if you understand just a little bit of what I've gone through, then better for you and better for me. But a lot of times we won't peel back ourselves and allow ourselves to get to dig deeper and to understand that we hold all these wonderful thoughts and ideas that make us who we are. But we have to be willing to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to be accountable. We have to be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. Right? A lot of times we we just don't do it. I love coaching. Mentoring and coaching, as I said, is two different, very different. But coaching, when I talk about the coaching aspect, I think about my clients, I think about my young clients, my 20, 30-year-old clients who have this idea of what life is supposed to be about and climbing that ladder and doing all these things. But something, there's one consistent area, whether you're 20 to 70, and that's stress. Mm -hmm. You can't do things if you're under stress. If you don't know how to manage and steer away from that word, work-life balance, work-life balance is what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Work-life, your work, and I separate the two, your work is what you choose or where you are. The balance is how you choose to balance it. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes are not going to be in balance and that's okay. As long as we recognize that we're not in balance. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, what are you going to do? How important is this to you? How urgent is it for you to get to this next step at the cost of your health? Right. And when you ask that question, a lot of people sit back and wait a minute. No, I know. I know what I'm doing yeah if you know it then what are you doing about it and committing to it yeah that's why i love it i love it i know you and
0: something i've I've known about you and i hear and implied in what you're saying is also a very deep willingness to be honest about what's happening to not lie to yourself first of all about the cost of something the level of commitment that you have to it Mm -hmm. and how long you're willing to do whatever sacrifice it is to achieve that goal or dream without that a willingness to be aware and deeply honest, mm-hmm. then it's harder, I think, to be clear on the rest of it.
1: That's true. That's a very true statement and because then, you have yeah. to do that first. Mm-hmm. You have to understand you have to be, again, I use that word vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to give of yourself and put yourself in a situation. What's the word? The the little thing you got to lean in, Uh literally lean in, but you do. You have to be willing to just do something different, getting out of your comfort zone and being able to say, I need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Now, depends upon what it is, because I am not a therapist. right that's
0: that's a different thing
1: i am not licensed and i would never claim to be because as coaches we you have those you're a consultant you're a mentor you're a coach you're a therapist where there's differences in each of those but the important part of coaching and mentoring it's all about getting you to where you want to be in your life and therapy is the same way too but therapy you've got to You've got some things that you're dealing with from a deep rooted state or a current state of, of some type of trauma or something that brought on that you might need to work through first, because if you can work through that, you may not even be able to be coached nor mentored.
0: Yeah, that's really so true. There's
1: room for, But there's room for everything. There's room for every type of person.
0: This is business is unusual. And I have some ideas. How would you describe what you're doing? The unusual aspect of it.
1: The unusual Or aspect. the unique
0: aspect. That might be a better word.
1: The unique aspect of coaching and mentoring?
0: But, yeah, I feel like I said, like I have some sense of what I perceive as that. But I'm curious when you think about it. For yourself. How do you think of the distinction of what you're doing? Is it the people that you work with? Is it the types of questions? Is there something about how you're doing your work with people that you really feel that sense of this is the expression of Vanessa Blackwell, Blacknell Jameson's wisdom, awareness and years of experience? No one else is going to have that flavor.
1: That flavor. Yeah. Okay, so I think the uniqueness comes from being a person of the world. And when I say that, I have been a lot of places, sound like a sound like a song now, so let me be careful, but I have, I've been a lot of places, I've seen a lot of things, I've done a lot of things, there's things that I do not have regrets over, but there's some things that I would do differently, and there are definitely some things that I would move forward with. But I will tell you that the uniqueness that I bring is my realness, who I am, what my experiences are, how I can help others navigate, not necessarily make some of those same mistakes, help them, and I use that word, landmines, to get there because sometimes you can avoid those things. Mm -hmm. But I think, as I said earlier... The uniqueness stems from my experiences or lack thereof in coming up in a corporate environment and wishing that I had someone that I could talk to, wishing that I had someone that could guide me what my next steps were, wishing that I had a champion. I thought I had a few champions, but they wind up not being the champions that I thought they would be. So that drive, that uniqueness comes from those experiences and me wanting to share that and helping others get to where they can be. And again, missing some of those landmines and doing some of those things. But as a Black woman doing this and working in this space, my uniqueness comes from, again, those experiences that I have so it doesn't matter and i say as a black woman that's important to recognize because my experiences may be different yet i still understand and probably more so than most
0: i think that's true uh, i yeah. that it's a matter of survival as a Correct. black woman you're required unfortunately to be aware of the impact and the possible repercussions which can be very extreme and because of that you, there's a I'm not saying this is a good thing, but the end result is that your awareness and intuitiveness around a lot of situations is highly developed. Uh-huh. That's why, though, people say, listen to black women. It's, yeah, no, because they know how to read the room in a way that nobody else has to.
1: It's <laughs> sensitive. And again, I, we use the term and it's so important to say this because when I have a curious look on my face. That's interpreted as me being angry.
0: Yeah. It
1: would have, when, I have it, it, when I'm displaying emotion, that's determined as being weak or there's an issue or there's a problem. And wait a minute, if someone else reacted this way, I wouldn't have these perceptions yeah. that are there. So yes, we are not and I I use that word ultra sensitive, but that not in that way. We're just Our awareness is heightened. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of that and understand that the advice that, or the recommendations that are given are coming purely from a place of experience, of protection, and understanding that just trying to get you to the next place or to the next level. Mm -hmm. That's where it comes from. And take a chance. Because the differences that we have, I think, make us better people. Not think, I know it does.
0: Now I'm right there with you. Tell me, if you can think of something, advice that you've received that has changed the way you think about something you do.
1: I think one of the some advice that I received a long time ago was be in the moment, be present and be in the moment. And that comes from my coaching when I started my coaching training in 2014, 2013. And that's harder. That's easy said and harder to do. So being in the moment and really understanding what active listening means, that is the best advice that I received and been the hardest to develop over the years. Because we all are problem solvers. Mm -hmm. We all know, we all think that we have the answer. And a lot of times we really don't. We have the answer that we think is right for us, but it may not be right for you. So why, how can I tell you what to do? without first really knowing who you are and where you're going. Yeah. But I need to be present with you so that you know that I am fully engaged and I'm fully listening to what you're saying and what your needs are at that time. So yeah, I think that's probably one of the best advice that I've received in this arena.
0: That's great advice. And I feel like... Most very wise, insightful advice is like that. It's very simple to understand and it requires a lifetime to learn how to implement. And I, once again, I go back to what we're talking about a little bit beforehand, just that's okay. It's okay if it takes time. It's, I I lean into that quote from Maya Angelou all the time just do what you know until you know better and then do better. And I just feel like that's such a powerful example of the. Because the same kind of thing like all right i did this and now i'm like oops <laughs> yeah so- and i can sit here and i can live into this idea of the past and guilt but all that does is take up mm-hmm. my energy it does nothing it does nothing for making things move forward it does nothing for my own dreams it Has destiny by harmed someone is nothing to fix that like mm-hmm. I, that's all it does is it it can feel like an action but it's just a waste of energy
1: and i think I'm so glad you ended on that because that was going to go back to that. That to me is one of the most profound things is that energy. Understanding that you're simply zapping all of your energy and all of these negativity, these negative thoughts, these, these things that take away from your positive self. It's amazing to me because when you said energy, I was going to co- was gonna make a statement earlier and you brought it back. Your energy is your gauge. Mm. And I, learning about the introverts and the extroverts, we all know that. But I remember one of my bosses used to tell me, V, I'm an introvert and I would never have known it. But he says, when I have to go to my room, I go to my room to recharge. I have to be able to get my energy and everything back. And I did not realize that because I'm an extrovert. So I'm gone, go. But then I've realized that the older I get too, my energy becomes my lifeline. If I don't have that energy to really communicate and talk, I'm not going to do a good job. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. that. That is so important for us to remember as well.
0: So how do you keep your energy up or get yourself recharged in this practice in life?
1: Yeah, thank you. Number of ways, I'm still working on it too because I'm a giver and pushing back and it's saying no, saying no and being okay with saying no. I've taken on a couple of tasks recently that I should have said no to, but I didn't. And, but that's okay because I do see Light at the end of the tunnel. And I know that it's not infinite and that there is an end. So it's okay. But it is important for me to just shut down. And I say shut down, meaning not think about the things that we need to do or looking at my calendar. What I've done, in, and most importantly in my work, is when I'm off, I am off. I don't look at my calendar. I don't look at my phone, checking emails. I just don't do that because that I have to reserve that space for me. And that has become my priority besides my grandson.
0: Yeah, that's different. Yeah,
1: no, that's a different.
0: That's really smart. I feel like it. that's an important practice to be able to disconnect. And I feel like the more that I have learned how to set those appropriate boundaries, not yes. only am I more recharged, but when I come mm. back to my work, I have more generative ideas. I have more ability to creatively problem solve. And it's so easy to just, it's like doom scrolling, just one more, but really being clear, like this is, all, I, this is my boundary. It yep. just makes everything a little bit better, including mm-hmm. my own energy so. and everything. What does success look like to you?
1: Oh, I love these questions. Success is all about how you help others to me. Mm-hmm. It really is. When I see someone that has excelled at something, people that I'm mentoring right now, I see them excel and I know that success. My own personal success. It really is involved with others. I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. I know what I'm capable of doing, and I know that I'm capable of doing even more. Mm-hmm. Monetarily, sure, I want to be the place working and doing this for the rest of my days that I'm privileged to be here.
0: Yeah. But from
1: a spiritual side, my success is becoming closer to my maker and to understand that every day, to be grateful for every single day that I wake up and understand Mm -hmm. that I am privileged to be here. Mm -hmm. So success, it, it varies in different areas, but I really believe that my success surrounds this field that I'm in of mentoring and coaching and helping those individuals get to the next place where they want to be have teams that grow develop in their workspace and really helping others just have that aha moment Hmm. it's just that's success
0: i feel that so for folks that are listening and they want to know more they want you to coach them they want to learn how to connect with you what's the best way for them to track you down
1: Right now, it's going to be through my email, so it's a vbj, and I think you'll put it up later, but it's vbj1977 at gmail. My website is coming. I've been slowly working on that, and that would probably be the easiest way, or even come through you, and you know how to get a hold of me. So it's
0: Absolutely, fun. and if you don't remember this and you want to reach Vanessa, I know she can help you, so <laughs> I'm sure of it, in fact. thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about what you're up to and the work that you do. And I just, I always love the chance to connect with you. It's great.
1: I want to leave you and you said my Angelo. So this is something that's important to Mm -hmm. me. And these are my last words, right? And you know, this one too. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. All right.